Hello, we are back. Welcome to the Brazilian Beat. Join us as we get to know the Brazilian percussion and music making community one interview at a time. This is Courtney. And this is Diana. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, listeners. How are you? Yeah, it's nice to be back on the microphone. I know, it's been a while. Mm -hmm. We had a couple months. We had Brazil camp. We had all kinds of stuff happening uh, in between. But we're we back. met a lot of you guys at Brazil camp. That was cool. Yes, it was great to uh, see old friends and make new friends and make new listeners. So, um, <laughs> making new listeners. <laughs> yes, making new listeners uh, and handing out stickers. And I hope uh, I think we we sold some T-shirts at camp as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see yep. those T-shirts. Um, if you do have pictures of yourselves with T-shirts on, send them to us, and we'll post them on our on our Facebook page. Yeah, and um, the T-shirts are going up for sale on GoSamba.net. So if you missed out on a T-shirt, um, you didn't go to Brazil camp, or like you just really want a shirt, want to get one for your wife, your husband, your child, dog, your kid. <laughs> we don't have kid sizes, but hey. They can sleep in it. You want to get a t-shirt, go to gosamba.net. They'll be up there. And uh, yeah, you can buy them that way. Exciting. Mm -hmm. You can also buy other things at gosamba.net. <laughs> <laughs> other Brazilian instruments. They're all there. I have some cute little shakers that showed up right after Brazil camp. These little handmade wooden, they're like, they look like little drums. They're little wooden drums with little actual skin like goat skin heads and they've got beads inside and they're the cutest thing ever and they sound really good too not only are they cute they sound super good which is like more important but you shake them one way where the beads are like hitting the sides of the drum and it's kind of a crispy crispy sound and you turn them the other way and the beads are hitting like the skin heads and it's a totally different like a softer sound it's just a really fun little little tiny toy but um fits in your purse ladies and uh <laughs> you can take it anywhere yeah <laughs> nice yeah, you can see pictures of those on um, the Facebook page and I think mm -hmm. on uh, Courtney's Go Samba page. Yep, yep. So this year we took um, some time and revisited some of our friends that we've talked to before. Um, a couple episodes ago we spoke with Dudu Fuentes. And mm -hmm. in this episode we're speaking to our friend Pitoco Dieira from Recife, Pernambuco. Yeah, he happened to be in Portland, and um, so we uh, sat down with him in person and uh, talked to him. You were in person. I wasn't in person. But, That's uh. true. <laughs> and Ana Gordeski helped us with the um, translation um, for this episode, so huge shout out to her. Thank you. And Ana also this year um, led our group, Marika 2PDX, um, for our Pride Parade and through other events. And I want to just give a big shout out to her because she was a great, great leader. It was her first time doing this and she did a wonderful job um, uh, doing this. And of course, uh, shout outs to Pitoko, who we're going to talk to here soon. Anna did do a really great job this year with Marika 2PDX, but she also wanted to say that um, she was getting over a cold and that is not her normal voice. <laughs> she sounds a little scratchy, but she wanted she wanted to make sure everybody heard that. We A lot of us had colds right around then, I think, because yeah. I think I was mm -hmm. getting over one as well. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Shout out to cold medicine. <laughs> 
So uh, here's a little bit about Pitoko. He's uh, an acclaimed percussionist from Recife, Pernambuco, born in the neighborhood of Alto José do Pinho. He started playing at the age of four in Afoche Ile de Eba and Maracatuna São Estrela Brilhante do Recife, both institutions that he keeps linked to the present day through his 25-year-plus career. Pitoko has established himself as one of the leaders in this institution, and this year, with a new director, Maracatuna São Estrela Brilhante do Recife won Recife's 2019 Carnival. They were really surprised, and I was I, when I saw the results, I got so emotional. It was They were streaming live, and it was just so awesome to watch. Anyway... <laughs> Pitoko has traveled extensively, sharing the rhythms of Pernambuco, giving workshops throughout Brazil, the U.S., Europe, and Canada. We were really lucky to have him here and, and have him on. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So today we have a really special guest that we've talked to before, but we wanted to get some more info from him. So today we have Pitoko Giaira from Recife, Pernambuco, Brazil, and with him uh, translating is Ana Gorodeski. Ana, hello. Pitoko, hello. Hi. (laughs) Oh, an Obi dog, yes. Ana's dog. He's helping a lot. Um, So, Ana... um, is doing the translation, but she, a lot of us are sick right now, so <laughs> excuse our coughing and hoarse voices. Um, Anna has been directing Marika 2 PDX, the musical portion, and um, we just had our Pride Parade this um, past Sunday, so all of us, Courtney, Pitoko, Anna, and I have all had Marika 2 all weekend, and we had quite a weekend, right? Yes. Pitoko, what did you think of this weekend? What, uh, o que você achou desse final de semana? Foi muito especial e um momento que me deixou muito orgulhoso. It was a very special moment and a moment that uh, made him really proud. Great. We just had so much fun and we're so honored to have him here with us. So for our listeners who may not um, know Pitoko, could Pitoko introduce himself and give a little background on what he does? Bom, eu sou Pitoco de Airá, né? A minha história musical começa desde os meus três anos de idade, né? Três anos. Ah, uh, so he's Pitoco de Airá. His uh, story starts uh, through when he was three years old. É, comecei dentro do Afoxé e Lady Eba, né? Que é uma casa de matriz africana, sendo levado para a rua. He started with Afoxé. Ileidiaba, which is uh, is the rhythm of the uh, terreiro brought to the streets. É, aos seis anos, né, é, tive a oportunidade de entrar na Nação Estrela Brilhante, no Maracatu, até o dia de hoje, onde eu faço parte. É, antigamente eu era, era batuqueiro da nação, hoje eu sou um contramestre, um líder da percussão. When he was uh, six years old, he uh, started playing for Estrela, and he continued to play Estrela until now. Before, he was just a batuqueiro. He was just a drummer. Um, but now he's the contramestre of Nação Estrela Brilhante Recife. So when he started playing back with the Afoche, what did he play um, with them? 
Quando você tocava com a Faché, o que é que você tocava? Qual instrumento que você tocava? Tocava a Gogô, o Bel, né? É, timbal e Alfaia, às vezes. Bel, Timbal e Alfaia. Um, and then who who does he consider his first real teacher of music of any of these sorts? Quem é que você considera sendo o seu primeiro professor de música, na parte musical? Então, meu primeiro professor se chama Dito de Oxóssi, que é o presidente e um grande Bárbara Lorixá, né, de Pernambuco, que é o dono do Afoxé e Lady Ebá. Ele é minha primeira referência, foi dele onde eu determinei muito conhecimento na área musical. Uh, so he he considers to be his uh, first teacher, uh, Dito de Oxóssi, which is the founder um, of the Afoxé e Lady Ebá, Dito de Oxóssi, which was uh, Babalorixá. Um, and he learned a lot from him, and he brings until this day things that he learned. And then, um, so how was it that you got into Estrela Brianchi? Did you audition? How did this happen? Então, não fiz teste, né? Quando eu entrei no Estrela Brilhante, a nação Estrela Brilhante era situada em outra comunidade quando chegou no Alzé do Pinho, em 1996. Ele não teve que fazer uma audição, mas quando o Maracatu, na sua estrela brilhante, chegou ao Alzé do Pinho, em 1996. Como eu já fazia parte do Afoxé, já tinha um pouco de ritmo. É, Fabinho, na atual, é, na atual hoje, que é mestre, né, começou um processo de ensinamento com os amigos dele, e ele me convidou. Eu era o único moleque dentro do baque. So when uh when the Maracatu uh, na sua estrela brilhante went to Alto Zadupinho, he was already playing with a uh, Afoxela de Abá and uh, Fabinho, which is now the uh, mestre of na sua estrela brilhante. Um he started to invite friends and other people from the community to play with uh Estrela and Pitoco was one of them and he was the youngest one among all the players in the back. Foi aí que eu iniciei a minha história. Não precisei fazer teste porque eu já tinha um pouco do conhecimento. So that's how he started his story with Maracatu. Um, and he needed, didn't have to do an audition because he already had the rhythm and the knowledge from Afoxé. How did it feel as like a very young boy being in this band with all these adults? Was he ever intimidated? Eu não me senti intimidado porque é, eu já vim com a missão é, do mês antepassado. He didn't feel like he was intimidated because he felt like he had a mission from his um, uh, ancestrality. E no momento que eu estava ali tocando, que eu fui chamado para tocar junto com eles, é, para mim foi um privilégio, porque era o que eu mais queria, né, tocar, era estar tá ali no meio deles. When he was invited, uh, he felt like it was a privilege for him to be playing uh, with them, so that's how he felt. Foi assim dentro do Afoxé, foi assim dentro do Maracatu, é, eu sempre fui um, 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 moleque, um menino muito dedicado, 
é, em busca do conhecimento. Né? E meus mestres sempre falaram isso, que eu tinha muito potencial porque eu corria atrás do conhecimento. He has always been, um, well, he was a kid that was always trying to uh, learn and try to study. He was really committed to um, to learning and being a good drummer. Oh, so how was this uh, with your family as being part of the Nassau? Were they a part of it and were they supportive? Então, é, a princípio, é, ninguém era da, da nação, né, da minha família. Eu fui o primeiro, junto com a minha irmã. É, depois de um tempo, minha mãe começou a desfilar. So he was the first one in the family to join a uh, Estrela Brilhante. And then his uh, sister and his mother started to dance and parade, and parade with Estrela. Oh, that's great. Hoje eu tenho minha mãe que dança ainda, né? Alguns, alguns anos, né? Quando ela quer. <risos> é, meu sobrinho, né? É, Para mim é isso. É a família que faz parte da música é essa. Mas é orgulho. <risos> so he, uh, no, his, the first uh, time that he was with, uh, answering this question, he said he was the first one. Um, but now, he, like he said, his mother is still uh, parades when she wants. That's what he was saying. That she doesn't want to go. She doesn't do it. Uh, I want to say that 2019, she did. In 2019, she felt like it this year. Um, there is uh, also his uh, nephew, uh, and that's what he he considers also to be part of um, the family, or his family being part of Maracatu, of uh, Estrela. Sorry. That's great that they're becoming a part of it as well. É muito bom, né? Sempre ter apoio. E eu sempre tive o apoio da minha mãe quando era criança, mesmo ela sendo católica, mas ela me apoiava nas minhas decisões de tocar. It was always good to have the uh, support from his mom, um, even though she's a she's a Catholic um, person, but she always supported him with the drumming and the music. É, porque são religiões diferentes, né? Maracatu ela ele traz a essência do candomblé. Because they're different religions, Maracatu brings the uh, essence of candomblé. E também a questão do evangélico uh, em Recife é muito grande, né? E tem um, um certo cuidado, um preconceito à cultura em Urubá, à cultura de africana, né? So there is some, um, there is a little bit of a discrimination um, against, I guess, against uh, Candomblé and that uh, the religion and the people that practice the religion. Um, in my opinion, it's more of a cultural thing than anything else. Right, and for our listeners, Anna also grew up in Hasifi, so she has. Um, you you didn't start playing Marica too, really, until you were here in the U.S., right? Right, right. Um, in Brazil, the only thing that I played Marica, the only time that I played Marica too was just growing up. Um, I went to uh, this kind of alternative type of school uh, where I had introduction to music and dance uh, classes throughout the whole all my all the years in school and then um 
during that time I had I was inter- uh, introduced to Maracatu, but really my thing was punk and hardcore. I was playing <laughs> <laughs> bass guitar. I've seen videos. Uh, yeah, and then reintroduced to Maracatu uh, when I when I came to Portland, 2016. So um, they're two very like you can you can um, attest to what Pitoko said that there's like two different sides of like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um and it, it and it shows it shows uh even this my experience I think it shows how distant um we are from these communities and from the people that are really practicing candomblé. I think um I was lucky to have a family that it's very open-minded and put me into this school, not into a Catholic school or anything like that, but um you know to be very honest, you know, co- uh, coming from a middle class um, family and going to a middle class school, um, I know that there is a lot of discrimination and there is a lot of misunderstanding what of the religion is. And I was really introduced to the religion itself and underst- understanding what it means and what it is the last, I don't know, year, probably year, mm-hmm. year and a half. There might not be a lot of people listening who understand that that the religion is a big part of it. Right. Yeah, even our own members, I think, this year, they, they discovered that. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's not really talked about no, either. No, no, no. Nobody says that. I mean, in the United States, we have all kinds of rhythms from all kinds of yeah, different Yeah, and cultures. it's not part of our and, yeah, culture. And not all of them have that, so I think a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. I think that Pitoko is going to talk about... Um, where Maracatu comes from and, you know, the connection between the music and the religion. But um, I agree. I think that there is a lot of people that have no idea. And just like Samba, Samba was also, you know, also came from Candomblé and also came from Tejero, from, you know, um, from the same people. But um, it just became so popular that the, the roots were just, it's just gone. And that's the difference with Maracatu. And I think that people from like Pitoko, they're trying to spread Maracatu, but very carefully because um, we don't want that to be lost. Right? right? They don't want it to be lost. Can you actually ask him about that, how he feels about people like using it in a secular way? Yeah. Uh, bom, eu como hoje um dos reprodutores do Maracatu de Pernambuco, Fora, viajando pelo Brasil e fora do Brasil. As one of the people representing Maracatu and bringing Maracatu uh, to the world. É, eu vi várias diferenças sobre nesse contexto, né? Da questão religiosa e para o lado do profano. He was able to, um, to see the difference between, not the difference, but the separation between uh, the religion part of it and the profano part of it. Profano as being secular. Right. E eu vejo que tem muitos grupos nascendo sem mesmo saber o contexto real do maracatu, sem saber esse contexto religioso. And he sees uh, groups that are being created um, that are missing the, the, relig- the religion part of it in the context of what is maracatu. E a minha missão é levar para essas pessoas é, um pouco dessa história, um pouco desse saber. 
and his mission is to bring uh, this uh, knowledge to people to to spread this knowledge to people. Porque ele está sabendo diretamente de de uma fonte de resistência onde nasceu dentro do maracatu. Because these groups are um, getting information from the source, um, the 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 real source, the truth source, the, from someone that was born and raised into uh, in Maracatu. Em todas as minhas aulas, eu procuro passar para ele transmitir não só o lado musical, mas esse lado espiritual. In all of his classes, he always tries to uh, to bring the religious Uh, aspect and talk about the religious aspect of it. Sabemos que não é uma religião deles, mas que tem que respeitar porque existe dentro do maracatu. Uh, they know that uh, it's not their religion, our religion, I should say, um, but that we should respect and at least know about it when we play maracatu. É, é isso. É, minha missão mesmo é de fazer eles respeitar e entender esse verdadeiro contexto. Maracatu nação. So his mission is to uh, make people understand and know about the real, or the true uh, context, which is uh, what is the Maracatu nação, which is related to the religion. So can he explain to our listeners that there is a difference between the nações and the other groups um, that perform it, even in Recife? Bom, Maracatu Nação, ele já fala, né? Nação, ele traz um contexto espiritual, né? Ele traz a essência da, de uma casa de terreiro, a matriz africana. So when you uh, say Maracatu Nação, Nação is related to, uh, to a terreiro, Uh, casa de matriz africana, which is where they practice the candomblé. Grupos são aqueles que hoje estudam a nossa linguagem, a linguagem do maracatu, né? a raiz que está muito viva em Pernambuco. The groups are um, just studying and playing the music uh, of the, the true root of maracatu, but they're just Playing, they're not practicing the religion. É, no meu contexto, né? É, eu não vejo o grupo como uma nação fora, né? Para mim, as nações verdadeiras estão dentro de Recife, batalhando diariamente, todos os dias, para manter viva essa cultura, essa raiz. For him, uh, the groups are outside of Recife, outside of Brazil, are never going to be a nação. Um, because uh, where they where the nações are is uh, is the place where they are fighting for resistance and they are fighting to continue the maracatu as it is. Would you say that um, more or less that people who play in in a nação like Estrela Bilanchi are all practicing the religion? No, no, no. Uh... Nem todos fazem parte da religião, né? Maracatu, ele tem uma função de junção, de agregar. Not everyone is part of the religion. But the Maracatu mission is to group people, to put people together. To put people together. <laughs> <laughs> And 
do are there members like say that would be in Estela Brianchi that would participate in a non nasal group as well? Tem, tem alguns batuqueiros, né, que tocam tanto na nação quanto tocam em grupos, né? Mas assim, é, em Recife a gente não toca em grupos de maracatu. Só quando a gente visita os grupos fora de Recife. So he's saying that yeah, there are people that play with groups, but only when their groups are outside of Recife. Mm, okay. In Recife, just they uh, batuqueiro that plays for a nação would only play with for a nação. Yeah. Oh, okay. Their nação. Right. 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 So um, over the last year, um, Estrela has gone through a transition. Can he tell us about what's been going on and what his role has been in the Baki and in uh, the Nassau in general? Bom, é, esse processo de mudança foi muito contestado, né? Para a Nação Estrela Brilhante, para toda a comunidade. So this uh, transformation has been uh, contested by uh, people in the community and outside of the community. É, depois da saída do nosso antigo mestre, Walter Ferreira de França, né? a gente sabia que ia ter uma missão a mais. After Mestre Walter left, uh, they knew that they had another mission. E durante todo esse percurso, antes de da gente ser nomeado mestre e contramestre, a gente vinha recebendo muita crítica. And then during the time uh, between, or on the transition after Mestre Walter left, and even before they were nominated as Fabinho as Mestre and Tiago and Pitoco as Contra Mestre, they were being really criticized even before starting the work. É, a gente sabia que a gente tinha recebido aquela missão de botar a nação para frente e fazer com que ela voltasse a ser grande. They knew that they had the responsibility to um, to make the nação be big again and strong again. Várias pessoas criticaram, não respeitaram a nossa história. E mas a gente absorveu todo todas as críticas, transformando elas em positividade e muito trabalho e dedicação. So a lot of people uh, thought that they were not going to be capable of doing that and uh, had a lot of criticism and they took all those uh, criticism as uh, an opportunity to uh, to get better and that's what they did. É, primeiro foi a questão de renovar o baque, né? Porque a gente não poderia mais cantar as toadas antigas. So the first thing was to renew the baque because they knew that they wouldn't be able to uh, use the same or sing and play uh, the same songs from before because they were Master Valtes. Começamos a preparar todo esse processo junto, eu, Fabinho e Tiago. So they started this process of uh, creating new toadas, um, Fabinho, Pitoco e Tiago. Tanto as toadas como arranjo e formar novos batuqueiros. Not only the toadas, but also the arrangements and then also um, create, um, developing new batucators, new drummers that could join the Nassau. 
E na nossa posição de líder de, ba de baque, a gente foi, tentou ser o mais transparente com todos os percussionistas, com todos os batuqueiros. E como sendo líderes do baque, eles decidiram ser transparentes e trabalhar juntos com todos os batuqueiros. Porque não existe um bom líder sem bons batuqueiros, sem bons alunos. Because there is not like, he can be a good leader if he doesn't have good students, good um, batuqueiros. Nunca teve é uma transparência total dentro de um de um baque é, fazer que o que o batuqueiro se sinta, se sinta importante e produtivo dentro. So their goal by being uh, transparent was to, you know, to provide feedback and have uh, make people feel uh, the batuqueiros feel like they were important, they were part of uh, of the baki and uh, not just there to play, but they were they were, they were important and with the one main uh, goal, which was to bring the nação back together. And so with that, all these changes, they won carnival. Congratulations. Uh, obrigado. How was uh, how was winning? Uh, how did it feel to win in such a year full of changes? Como é que foi para você ganhar no ano logo depois de toda mudança? Did it feel like uh, it was more important having this be a, a transition year? Bom, para a gente no primeiro nesse primeiro ano, o nosso pensamento, nosso objetivo era sempre de levantar o nome da nação de novo. So during this first year, their goal was to uh, bring the name of the nação uh, back to the top. A gente não esperava é, vir o campeonato, mas que a gente ia passar na avenida de cabeça erguida depois de tudo que a gente sofreu, tudo que a nação passou. They didn't expect to win, but uh, Their, you know, their their goal was to the mission was to go to the Avenida and parade and in 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 with their cabeça uh, erguida, head held high, you know, like looking up, you know, chin up, I guess, um, you know, proud of themselves of what they were doing for their nação. E no final vem o campeonato. Para a gente foi muito gratificante, muito orgulhoso, porque foi uma vitória da comunidade, foi uma vitória da união, da dedicação e do amor mesmo a uma agremiação que merece muito respeito. E para eles, depois veio o campeonato, então eles ganharam. O campeonato vim, para a gente foi é, surpreso, So they were very, they were surprised by winning uh, Carnaval, but it was really important. They were really proud of uh, that result because it was a, a, a year where the community came together and uh, winning that uh Was to, it was good to, for them to show the community and um, the nação that they were back. The dedication, the commitment, uh, the passion, the love from everybody. With one 
objective, which was to put the nação back together. E o, o melhor para isso foi é, ver a minha rainha, Marivalda, muito feliz, porque devolvemos o patamar da nação Estrela Brilhante, de onde ela nunca deveria ter saído. So, uh, for him, uh, there's a special uh, moment, which was for him to see Rainha Marivalda um, very happy with the result. Uh, and for them, that was very important because, obviously, they were showing to her that um, the Nação was back to where uh, it was supposed to be and should have never left. Yeah, so uh, Marivalda is the rainha, is the queen of Maracatu, Nação Estrela Brilhante. É, com todo respeito aos mestres, né, e ao meu mestre, né, meu antigo mestre, para a gente ser campeão é, foi uma forma de demonstrar também que não devemos nada a ninguém e que temos história. For him, um, with all the respect. Uh, to the other mestres and to uh, his former mestre, um, the to win was uh, very important to uh, to show that they uh, they don't own anything from anybody, um, yeah, and that um, yeah that they can do it to prove that they can do it. When was the last year that they won the carnival? And also because I was parading. Oh. I was dancing. <laughs> <laughs> that was why. That was really the reason. He yeah. Was so happy. What, what, can, can you ask him when the last year that they won? What? No, Diane. <laughs> Come on. I'll ask him then. Carnaval de 2016. Oh, so it wasn't that 2016. Yeah. Who are Estrela's other main competitors? What are the other groups? A maior competitividade que tem é entre Estrela e Porto Rico. É uma das é as duas nações chamada Poderosa de Recife. Da uh, Nação Estrela Brilhante e Nação Porto Rico. Uh, the, the biggest ones, the more uh, powerful nações em Recife. How many times has Estrela won? Normalmente é um ou outro. A Nação Estrela Brilhante, desde 2000, né, a gente tem pelo menos 12 campeonatos. 12 campeonatos, é. 12 campeonatos. O resto são é, é, entre vice-campeão e uma vez só em quarto lugar, que a nação tirou. Um, so, Nação Estrela Brilhante has been, uh, has won the carnaval for 12 years. And uh, all the other years they were the second place. There was only one time where they were the fourth. O Porto Rico ganhou vários campeonatos, né? Eu tô falo na atualidade agora porque a rivalidade sempre era essa, né? Estrela Porto Rico, Estrela Porto Rico. So the 12 uh 12 years that they won was from the 2000s till now. Não, porque a gente foi várias vezes campeão, eles um ano e eles campeão outro. E outras vezes a gente foram seguido 2006, 2007, 2008, tricampeão, perdemos 2009, ganhamos 2010, perdemos 2011, 
ganhamos 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015 e 16. <laughs> of course I don't remember. I know, it's been a lot of years. Of course I don't remember, but he was just, uh, all the years you were saying, uh, some of them they won, some of them they lost. <laughs> but he's grown up, like, winning championships with them. He's grown up doing this. And can you remind us how old uh, the Nassau is? A Nassau tem, vai fazer agora 113 anos de resistência, fundada em 1906. 113 years old, uh, 1906. 16 de julho. Six, uh, July 16th. It's going to be a, there's going to be a big celebration this year. Nice. Chamado Alto Estrelado. O Alto, Estre the Alto Estrelado Festival is going to be um, on the same day as the foundation. Of oh, cool. Cool. So I wanted to ask him, uh, you know, it's been a couple of years since he first started teaching at California Brazil Camp, where many of us met him and started studying with him. And it's also the first time that we did a podcast with him. We did some interviews and then we didn't, there was a long question and answer. But besides that, I just wanted to know how things have changed for him since then. Um, it seems he's been traveling a lot and I just wanted to know, um, What does he think of all the growth that he sees um, with Marika too throughout the world? Para mim é de extrema importância o crescimento, né, do grupo das nações do Maracatu no mundo, né? E vindo aqui nos Estados Unidos pela primeira vez há quatro anos atrás, trazendo um pouco dessa cultura. For him, it's really important to see the growth of the groups. He said nações, but uh, I think he was just, he meant just groups um, around the world. And uh, now the fourth year that he's been uh, bringing Maracatu to the U.S. It was, from the first day that I came to the camp, I felt a very good energy. And to be able to change the context of those people who were there, Aprendendo o maracatu. So since the first year that he he went to camp, he felt a really good energy, and he feels really good to see how he can change um, the people that are playing maracatu and uh, learning the new context. Ali foi um momento que eu me dediquei porque não tinha a, o contato da língua da linguagem e que a única linguagem era a música, e eu tinha que fazer eles entender o que é a raiz do maracatu. Ah, uh, so the first since the first uh time that he was at camp, he he knew all the uh how hard it was going to be for him not speaking English, not not knowing the language, and he knew he had to be really dedicated um to be able to uh to teach just with the music. So, but he knew he, he could do that with the music, even without the language. Hoje, ver vários grupos se espalharem na América do Norte é momento de gratificação mesmo. E for him uh, to see all this, uh, the growth and new groups in the U.S., he feels really uh, grateful. Gratifi gratificação porque estão querendo aprender o verdadeiro contexto do maracatu. And he feels grateful because uh, he knows that the groups are learning, are interested in learning the 
the true roots of Maracatu. E hoje eu vejo a evolução de muitos deles que eu comecei a ensinar quatro anos atrás. And now he can see the evolution, the growth on with the groups that he started to teach four years ago. Como Maracatu PDX, Maracatu Pacífico. Uh, some examples, Maracatu PDX, Maracatu Pacífico, in uh, San Francisco, Oakland. E para mim é, a satisfação é grande porque é uma sensação de dever cumprido. And he feels, uh, he feels satisfied uh, because he feels like the mission was accomplished. I felt the same way on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like a next step might be for groups in the United States to understand how to grow. I feel like people can get to a certain point, but it's the same thing with Samba too. Like it, it yeah. seems like community groups, they get to a certain skill level, level like yeah. a certain point, but you have problems of like... The levels. <laughs> You have you have you have people who are who are end up getting really good and then they end up leaving and it's hard we're we're we struggle retaining people and le and learning how to grow and build but we could use expertise in that. Então, é, primeiro passo na né, questão do grupo, né, para segurar para ter as pessoas presente, é, você precisa ter um conteúdo. The first step uh, with a group to keep people is to have Conteúdo is like the content, yes. Mm -hmm. So the first step for the groups would be uh, for the groups to grow is to have a content. As in essence, yeah. É, com esses conteúdos, né, o líder, ele precisa ser aberto, transparente ao ensinar. So having the content, uh, the leader has to be, uh, has to know, to be transparent and know how to teach, how to pass on the, the knowledge. Sabemos que muitas pessoas querem se aproximar, tocar o maracatu, mas que tem dificuldade de estar presente nos ensaios ou em outras apresentações. Uh, so... We know there is a he knows there is a lot of people that uh, want to play and want to be a part of it, but because of life, work, whatever, they can't be at rehearsals or uh, gigs. Eu sempre prezo por um um grupo de cortejo que todos possam tocar e aprender junto, mas que também tenha um grupo pequeno de estudo, né? E aquelas pessoas que querem evoluir em busca de, de crescer e participar desse grupo pequeno, ela vai buscar o conhecimento e vai querer aprender. The way that he sees how a group can grow is basically have a big group, like a community group that would do like a, uh, for a Pamarca to PDX, for example, would be the Pride Parade. So a big event um, that would be uh, like a parade kind of style kind of thing. So anyone would be welcome, but also have like a stage group or a, a smaller group where um, only people that are really committed to learn and to play a high performance uh, group um, would be part of it. And that way that small group can grow, but you still have the community group where people are welcome. Nice. So in his yeah. teachings, How does he see himself changing as a teacher in the last couple of years? 
Ah, mudou muito, porque é, eu fui aprendendo com meus erros, né? It changed a lot because he uh, learned uh, from his mistakes as he was going through them. Eu sou um dos primeiros batuqueiros da comunidade a viajar para dar aula, porque até então só ia os mestres. He's uh, the first one, the first batuqueiro, the first uh, drummer to go and teach uh, at other uh, states in Brazil and outside of Brazil. Um, Because before that was just mestres that would go, not the batuqueiros. E a cada ano que eu viajo, quando eu retorno, eu procuro é, estudar todos os vídeos que eu dei aula, que eu ensinei, e é, aperfeiçoar o método de ensino cada vez mais. So when he comes back from the trips where he was teaching, uh, he... Uh, likes to watch the videos from the classes and videos that he takes so he can look at mistakes or look at things that he could improve. E para mim o que mudou muito é saber que eu sou uma grande referência e que eu com os meus vídeos, com os meus ensinos, eu consigo atingir muita gente e deixar elas muito felizes e com muita axé. So the the uh, he thinks that what changed in the last years, few years, is that um, he became a reference uh, for Maracatu, and uh, he he uh, understood how he can connect with people, how he can like take videos and post videos, and he knows how he can bring that uh, make people happy and bring them a share. Uh, with the videos. So becoming a reference made him make sure that he was using the right methods to teach. And that's, it's so, um, like contemporary, you know, it's like a new way to do things like that. They didn't do before, you know, he's spreading this all over the world. É, um jeito diferente de fazer, né? É, eu tô em busca mesmo da perfeição, tô sempre buscando é, aprender mais. He's looking, he's always looking for perfection uh, to, to learn more. Acho que o grande objetivo de um bom professor é ele sempre buscar o conhecimento e quando ele for viajar para dar aula, ele também ir com o pensamento de aprender. So, uh, the thing about being a teacher is, the good thing about being a teacher or what he sees as a, as, as a good teacher should be is to always uh, have an open mind to learn new things so in uh, traveling to teach always uh, trying to learn something and bring something back thank you so much for being here is there anything we have not asked you that you would like to share bom eu quero agradecer o convite né do maracatu pdx né por estar aqui participando da parada pela primeira vez like to thank Maracatu PDX for inviting him and for being here uh, the first time, the first Pride Parade for him. Em quatro anos que eu estou aqui compartilhando saberes com esse grupo. It's been four years now that he has been here uh, sharing the knowledge with this group. Foi a primeira vez que eu senti o grupo muito leve, 
e muito dedicado. It was the first time that he saw uh, a group that was he said he used the word la, uh levy which is like soft it's like uh light light yeah <laughs> yeah light i think would be most like weight light weight yeah um and also uh dedicated committed estou é, muito orgulhoso de que te, que tudo tenha dado certo e que todos saíram muito felizes e orgulhosos do trabalho que foram fe que foi feito. He's really proud of how people uh, performed and how they were happy uh, about all the work that they put in. Eu sempre falo que não quando se tem um, um grupo grande não é um mérito de uma pessoa só, mas sim de um coletivo. He's saying that when there is a big group, a large group, that it's never just one person's uh, result. When the result's good or bad, it's a group's result. Everybody's contribution to that result. Mas quando se tem uma boa liderança, todos fazem um belo trabalho. But when the leadership is good, then for sure everyone's gonna do a good job. Quero deixar muito axé e Quero dizer que eu quero ver o grupo crescer cada vez mais. He wants to leave uh, a share for us and that he uh, wants to see us grow even more. É isso. Só agradecer a Deus e meus orixás por me proporcionar momentos tão maravilhosos como eu estou vivendo. Just thank uh, God and his orixás for uh, letting him I guess allow him to live uh, wonderful moments that he has been living. Thank you so much. Thank you. He me falou obrigada. So thanks everybody for listening to that. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Pitoko has been, for me personally, one of uh, my mentors and. Um, I just can't think of it enough because I've been following him for years and uh, online. I was watching him on YouTube, on on Vimeo, on all kinds of sites before uh, I met him. And I just was like, I really want to study with this person. And um, there was a couple of us that really worked on getting him here. And I'm so happy that he's established himself as uh, one of the favorite teachers in the U.S. Uh, for Maraca too. He's I can't say enough about his uh, the link to to Maracatu and his community and uh, yeah I'm really excited that we were able to do this uh, interview again so if you would like to know more about Pitoko he has Facebook pages he has Instagram he's always posting stuff he's also got a YouTube channel where he posts videos um, of rhythms mostly Maracatu uh, so if you'd like to check that out you can go to YouTube we'll post the the link and we want to um say hello to all our new followers on social media we've got a lot of people following us now um some newer newer folks this year following us on facebook and instagram and one of those is ivan or ivan from russia thank you ivan we have somebody listening from russia yay <laughs> so cool oh and yeah. we want to give a shout out to walid who has posted 
uh, for us on some of the European sites. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Walid. So yes, thank you all of all, to all of our new listeners um, and followers on social media. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions, if you have you know video clips, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, uh, talk about your groups. Send us send us some audio files and brag about yourself. We we'd love to hear <laughs> where you are and what you're doing and and share that with others because that's part of what this is about is communities sharing um, sharing what they're doing. So yeah. Yeah, and I'd love to see. Um, I know that the International Samba Congress happened in uh, in Germany last week. I'd love to see pictures or videos if you guys have them. Um, some of our friends that we made at camp were there: Fabiana Coza, Douglas Alonso, Enrique Araujo, uh, Ailton was there. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd love to see stuff. Yeah, very cool. All right, you guys, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or like whatever podcast player you're listening um, to us on. They normally have some way to rate us, so rate us on there, but definitely um, Apple Podcasts. You can see pictures of our guests and read their bios and get all their links on our website, www.thebrazilianbeat.com. You can uh, send us emails, send us links to things, and send us your audio files at thebrazilianbeat at gmail.com. Diana's tweeting out at Twitter, the Brazilian Beat. No, yeah, the Brazilian Beat one. One. That's number one. Yeah. Yep. Brazilian Beat one. And then uh, Facebook, the Brazilian Beat podcast. So, oh, we're on Instagram too. That's not on this list here. We're on Instagram. Um, Brazilian Beat podcast, I believe, right? Yep. On Instagram. So check us out and uh, thank you guys for listening. Reach out and say hi. Go buy a t-shirt. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Ciao.